just tryna shine and fight my way up out the dark We like royalty kings, that's what we are I just plan on chasing my dreams and going far Gotta think big if you plan on living large Welcome to Petty Podcast and happy Monday. First and foremost, I want to apologize for my absence. I feel like I say that once every few months, but hey, welcome to my life. If I was perfect, I wouldn't be here blogging about becoming a better version of myself. Sometimes I go MIA. I wish I could promise that that won't happen again, but it's likely to. My best work comes after I take some time away. Sometimes I lose my inspiration, and I don't want to put content out in the world just for consistency. I want to produce content that's a product of passion. I've been in a slump lately. I've had no energy at all and little to no ambition. I've been trying to come to terms with some things that I'm not ready to make peace with, which is heavy and exhausting all on its own. My mind has been going a mile a minute, and I've had a nasty case of writer's block. Even though I haven't been active with my blog or my podcast, I've still been productive in silence. I've been pivoting. I've been going round and round with my perfectionist self, making sure my game plan is solid, no cracks in it, before I put it into play. However, in between my productivity, I've been thinking a lot about giving up. I was thinking the other day, an average life doesn't seem so bad when I think about the amount of work that I'd have to put in. My life would be so much easier if I gave up my blog my podcast, marketing, etc. And then I realized, that's a great excuse for a quitter. And I only have one life, this one. And I have a dream. And my dream may be big, but my dream is attainable. So to throw away that dream would be to live an unfulfilled life of regret. If I gave all of that up, I'd be giving up on myself. I'd be throwing away the things that bring the most light to my life. Sure, my life would be easier. I'd have much more time on my hands. I'd probably be more fulfilled as a mother, but certainly not more fulfilled as a person or with my life. Then I came across something that said, right when you're about to quit is when you'll see success. Allie Harding, an inspirational speaker that I follow on TikTok, sprinkled some inspiration into my life recently. She said, the price of procrastination is the life that you could have lived. Every single person reading this right now has a dream. However, the fact of the matter is, very few people are willing to put in the work to make their dreams a reality. I needed that. I've been so exhausted, anxious, overwhelmed, and uninspired lately. I came into 2021 determined to be an 8 percenter, but my mindset lately hasn't been very 8 percentish. Shortly after I came across that much-needed inspiration from Ali, I came across something that spoke a little more inspiration into me. It read, you don't want to postpone your personal transformation. You could save so much time if you would invest in your personal transformation. You could see life much deeper and your experience would be enhanced. You would fulfill your dreams easier because universal forces are behind your good transformation. You would forget the survival mode and you would experience abundance. You want to rewire your brain to live from your true depth. You would avoid the control drama that has all of humanity plunged into and you would take your power back, opening new sources of abundance. Your family well-being improves because you vibrate more harmony, peace, care, and love. 
you take care of the future of your children and the future generations because you will not repeat mistakes that your ancestors may have done. You add to the harmony and peace of this beautiful world because the vibration of it depends on your vibration and that of mine too. Choose to change your ways, choose to vibrate higher, choose to live a real life, your authentic life. Always invest in yourself and your growth. I needed that. Oh, how I needed all of that. I needed to be reminded that success comes when we least expect it. And for many people, it comes right after they're ready to throw in the towel. I needed to be reminded that my purpose is bigger. And I needed to be reminded of the cost of procrastination. The other day, I was video chatting with my sister and we were talking business and pleasure. And she said, go blow up, sis. Go blow up. And you know what? I think I will. I'm not sure why I've been sleeping on the one thing in my life that makes my soul roar like a lion. I could say it's because I just don't have the time, but that's just an excuse. I'm not busy. I'm just bad at managing my time and good at getting distracted. I could say it's because I'm afraid of failure, but that would just be a lie because I know I found my purpose and I know it's going to work for me. Maybe it's because I know that I'm going to blow up overnight and the adjustment period is going to be overwhelming. Maybe I'm afraid that turning my hobby into a full-time job will take the fun out of it. Maybe it's because I know that it's the point of no return and I'm trying to drag my comfort zone out just a little bit further. And maybe all it boils down to is that I'm not quite ready for what I know is in store for me. I say maybe like I haven't overthought this time and time again. I say maybe even though it's definitive. But if not now, when? When will the time ever be right? I'm not sure that I can name a time in my life that the timing was right. Because now is the time. The time is now or the time is wasted. Life is short and time is too valuable to be wasted. And I, for one, I am sick of wasting my time. I'm ready to change my life. I'm ready to shift things into high gear and I'm ready to dive in first and make a mess of things if that's what it takes to get me where I want to be, where I know I belong and where I know I'm headed. I'm so excited to share all the new things coming this month, but first let's talk about all the things that I've dove into headfirst in the past few months. As I mentioned before, diving in headfirst is kind of my style. I'm very particular and will go around and around with my perfectionist self before I step forward just to avoid making mistakes. But I'm learning that mistakes are a part of life, and it comes with the territory of trying new things. Being a perfectionist is great and all, but it's time-consuming. I spent most of 2021 trying to do things the opposite of what I would normally do. I've been doing all things spontaneous this year. Like I mentioned in my last episode, I spontaneously relocated from the country where I'm born and raised to the city. That was my first spontaneous decision of the new year. Since then, I spontaneously quit my job spontaneously got a new vehicle, and invested myself in a man who's the complete opposite of my type and what I'm used to. I haven't regretted any of these spontaneous decisions yet. I have to give myself props. My spontaneous decision-making skills have seriously improved this year. They're quite a few notches above the spontaneous decisions that I made in 2020. I am now a mental health clinician full-time and creating content for a marketing firm out of Georgia on the side. I upgraded from my sedan to an SUV with third row seating, and my kiddos are ecstatic about it, as am I. As far as my type goes, 
Red flags look a lot more like six flags when you're having fun. My mom always told me, when you're ready to choose a life partner and you think you found the one, turn around and go find someone who's the complete opposite. So that's exactly what I did. I can't predict the future, but I'm happy right where we are. As far as the future of my brand goes, I know exactly where I'm headed. I'm expanding my brand and taking it in a whole new direction. I'll be launching my new and improved brand, APX, this month. APX is combining all of my different business ventures into one, as well as bringing another business venture to the table. I'll be adding a store to my website, as well as helping aspiring entrepreneurs brand their business with various services, including photography, website design, content creation, coaching, and more. I'm expanding my area of focus with this new brand launch. I've been really focusing my content around personal development, but I've spent entirely too much time in the same place at this point, and it's time to branch out. I'll be creating content daily and marketing on Pinterest, so make sure you follow me on Pinterest at A-R-I-I-I-P-E-T-T-I for health and wellness tips, kid-friendly activities and summer fun, organization tips, decor inspiration, and more. To stay up to date with me in real life, follow me on Instagram at ari.petti. For all things wild and fun, follow me on TikTok at ari.petti. For all things APX and inspirational, follow me on Facebook at Ari Unleashed. Now that you're caught up on all things Ari Petty explicit, let's celebrate. A year ago today, I cut ties to everything weighing me down and started living my best life. A year ago today, I began my pursuit of happiness and my journey of self-discovery and reinvention. Today, I'm the happiest I've ever been. It's been a long, messy year, but I changed my life in ways that I never thought possible. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I started loving myself and I stopped giving a damn about what anyone thinks about me. I learned that I'm a force to be reckoned with. I started speaking my mind and steadied my views. I hit 9,000 views on my website I healed my unresolved issues and I stopped suppressing my emotions. I kicked a lot of bad habits, unlearned toxic behaviors, and broke dysfunctional cycles. As I mentioned before, I picked my whole life up and spontaneously relocated. I quit my job of four years, scored a content writing job with a marketing group, and got hired as a mental health clinician. And I snatched up a real man for the first time in my life. It wasn't all rainbows and butterflies though. I did a lot of questionable shit too. Don't let me fool you. And shout out to those of you who put up with my bullshit all year long. You're a realist. Sincerely. I think it's safe to say that 2020 and the little bit of 2021 that we've made it through so far was one for the books. Call it successful as fuck. In celebration of this amazing milestone that I'm achieving today, I'm going to be giving away a freebie on Friday, May 7th. To enter to win, visit my Facebook page, Ari Unleashed, for further details. Now that we've gotten all that out of the way... Today's episode is going to be part two of start and stop behaviors for a fulfilling life. So let's dive in. Head first, just how I like it. First up on my list of start and stop behaviors is start being real. If you're not living at 100 proof, then you're not living your best life. Be your authentic self. What's meant for you will find you a lot faster if you're radiating genuine energy you going to block your blessings by trying to be something that you're not. My whole life, I've been watering myself down to please others, yet I can't name a time in my life that someone wasn't criticizing me about one thing or another. 
Moving away from my family and friends was so good for me because I finally feel like I have the space to be myself. I don't have anyone in my ear telling me to live this way or that way. And for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm living fully as myself and it feels great. I feel comforted by the fact that I know who I am and you don't have to understand me because if I have to explain myself, you're not my type of people anyway. The people that I want in my life, they just get me. That leads to my next point. Stop explaining yourself to people. Your business is only your business and the people that you choose to share it with. And even then, it's still not anyone else's business what you're doing with your life, but your own. You're not obligated to anyone but yourself. If there's anything that I'm sure of, it's that explaining myself has done me little to no good in life because people create their own versions of things. It's human nature. But the people that are meant for you won't need so much clarity. Let people hear your silence. That's loud enough to be understood. Every single person who knows your name has a version of you in their head. It's probably completely inaccurate. Have you ever read a book and imagined the characters in your head and then they come out with a movie and it's completely different than the imagery that you created? That's the same concept. After listening to this podcast, I'm sure you'll have created a version of me in your head if you haven't already, but it's going to be a very shallow assumption, lacking depth, because I have so many layers to me. We all do. But at the end of the day, regardless of the version of me that lives in the minds of others, I'm just me and I don't feel obligated to explain myself any further. With that being said, it's story time. A few months back, I started feeling like maybe I'm ready to date. Maybe I'm ready to at the least get back out there and like see what's out there. I don't usually meet up with people that I don't know, but how else do you meet new people? So I ended up meeting up with a friend of a friend because that seemed like a safe way to do it. I was very clear about my intentions of just trying to meet new people and looking for friends and nothing more. We went out to eat a couple times and we went out for drinks after, hung out here and there for about a month. Whole time I was extremely clear that I wasn't looking for anything more than friends. So a couple weeks after we started hanging out, he started asking me to hang out all the time, which is a red flag for me because I don't want to be around people that need entertained. Our energies just didn't match. I don't have time to chill all the time, nor do I want to talk all day long. I'm a young CEO and I don't got time for that. So anyway, dude left something in my car the weekend before and was asking for it back all week. So I told him I'd meet him with it on my way out of town. I mentioned that I was in a hurry. So we link, make small talk for a few minutes. And then I was like, okay, well, I got to go because I'm already running behind. So dude gets in his vehicle, squeals his tires out of the parking lot, floors it to the stop sign, slams on its brakes, turns and floors it to the stop light. And at the stoplight, he texts me and says, so you don't want to talk anymore or... And I'm thinking like, what? If we were talking in the first place, after that red flag ass behavior, we definitely wouldn't be. And secondly, after that psycho ass energy, I don't think I want to talk at all. Not as friends and not as anything more. Thanks for asking, but next. So I basically ghosted him from there. Not my person. And while I hate being rude, explaining that I think you're walking flag is possibly more rude than just going MIA. So that's what I did. But wait. There's more. So then I posted my tattoo drawn up on my story before I went to bed. The next morning, I woke up with a Snapchat from Dude. It was a picture of him Googling school tattoos, which part of my sleeve that I just got drawn up is a school. And then after that is this chintzy-ass school tattoo that he got on his foot. Maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions, but all that seems like a little much to me. 
Especially the fact that he got a tattoo at 2 a.m. on his foot of all places. I simply can't. I simply can't even. I cannot. Like, no. Sorry. Maybe the version I created of this person in my head is completely inaccurate. Maybe I've got to do it all wrong. But if he tried to explain himself to me, it would probably change nothing. There's the perfect reason not to waste your time explaining yourself. With that being said, it's okay to be picky and there's nothing wrong with expecting to get what you give. I've always been told that if I lower my expectations, I won't be disappointed. I'd personally rather be disappointed than dissatisfied. My standards for myself are high and I'm not going to lower them to accommodate anyone, nor will I apologize on behalf of them. My whole life, I've dated men that I was too good for, prioritized people who don't prioritize me, and tolerated things that I should have never tolerated just to avoid conflict. But that's no longer. I recognize my worth more than ever, and I'm a couple notches above the rest, and I say that humbly. I'm not someone that you want to lose. If you don't recognize that prior to losing me, then I promise you will recognize it once the value that I once added to your life is missing. Call me karma, because I'm a blessing and a curse. Next up, stop hanging around people that aren't trying to elevate. Those of a feather flock together. Growing up, I didn't really have a whole lot of people to look up to. I learned what not to do from the people around me. And that's what I've always been comfortable with as an adult. And it wasn't until recently that I realized how much time I waste hanging around people that aren't on the same level as me. If I can't learn from you and grow with you, I'm not interested in hanging out with you. I want no part in relationships where I'm always out something, whether it's money, time, energy. And that's because I prioritize my peace. That kind of goes hand in hand with staying away from people who aren't on the same level as you. However, it's a much bigger picture. Protect your peace. Do all the things that make you feel good inside and say no to anything that doesn't complement your life. Stop feeding in the negativity. Don't tolerate anything that threatens your peace. Sometimes happiness is lonely, but in the most rewarding way. My co-parenting relationship, for example, is exhausting. My kid's dad tests my patience in all the ways. He tested my patience in all the ways when we were together. But since we've been broke up, it's just gotten way worse and way more intentional. And, you know, I know he's just looking for a reaction. To respond to his negativity would be fueling the fire. And I've done a pretty good job at being cordial. At our last encounter, for example... As he was putting the kids in my car, he leaned in the car to remind me that I'm jealous of his girlfriend because he did so much better than me, so much faster than I expected. I could have responded with something like, you right, you did so much better for yourself than me, dating a girl nearly eight years younger than you who won't be on your ass about building a life for yourself because she just graduated high school recently is much better suited for you than I am. But that would have only fueled the fire because I got a solid point. On that note, start loving yourself. My ex always comments about how miserable I am. I'm not sure where he gets that idea. I'm sure it stems from him refusing to recognize his own bullshit and the lack of love that he has for himself. If he was single for an entire year, he would have wasted the whole year searching for fulfillment in another person. However, he was in a new relationship within two months of me leaving for good. I've always heard that after a relationship, the loyal party stays single and heals themselves while the other one jumps into a relationship but that's ridiculous to me. I believe that it's more accurate to say the one who loves themselves stays single and heals, while the one who doesn't know how to love themselves moves on to repeat the same mistakes until they learn to love themselves or until they find someone who's dumb enough to put up with their draining bullshit. It's a difference between me and what's his name, though. 
I've never loved myself more than I do now. I finally recognized my worth and I've added tax in more ways than just my standards in men. Next start behavior is start saying no. I no longer participate in things that I don't wanna do. I say no to anything that isn't part of the vision and I say no to anything that doesn't add value to my life in some way. I've stopped respecting opinions that I didn't ask for. Why we give attention or any thought or energy to the opinions of people that don't even play a role in our life is beyond me. Like I could care less what Sally on Snapchat had to say about my selfie or if she doesn't think I'm cute or if she doesn't like my lipstick or whatever. Like I didn't ask Sally on Snapchat. I woke up, I got ready and I was like, damn, I look fine as fuck. I'm popping, I'm hot, you know, like I'm good on all that. Keep your opinions to yourself. I can handle constructive criticism, but I don't want your unsolicited bullshit. Moral of the story, stop accepting and stop giving unsolicited advice and unsolicited opinions. If it wasn't asked for, maybe it's not needed. All of these start and stop behaviors are equally important, but this one holds a little bit more weight. Prioritize yourself. And I say that because if you don't prioritize yourself, most importantly, your health, then you might never reach your full potential. And I don't know about you, but my biggest fear is unfulfilled potential. I actually read this in a book. I was reading Scream Free Parenting, which is not actually about yelling at your kids. Um, it's about being in control of your anxiety and your emotions because you can't be in control if you're not in control. But anyway, in Scream Free Parenting, the author talks about self-care and the unpopular opinion that you should put yourself before your kids. And that is so true. You cannot take care of your children to the best of your ability if you're not caring for yourself. And not caring for yourself can have detrimental effects on your overall health, which can prevent you from physically being able to care for your children later on down the line. Above all else, stop wasting time, get focused, get on your shit, and blow up. Life is too short. Stop expecting perfection. Just do it. One of the only things standing in my way is me. I could critique my content over and over and over again. I was actually planning to go back and edit my first few podcasts because my episodes are better quality now. While creating quality content is a must, I love the growth aspect too. I think that's why I haven't done it yet. Because I market my personality online. I market my imperfections. I market my confidence and my inspiration. I market my authenticity. And I could save a lot of time and energy if I stopped planning and I started doing. I'm currently reading a book called Winging It by Emma Isaacs and it's so inspiring. It's very much what I needed for the next chapter of my journey. We are our own biggest critics. And at the end of the day, it's the imperfections that drive us. It's the imperfections that make us grow. It's the imperfections that catch our attention. And it's the imperfections that we fall in love with. As long as you stay with the growth and the success mindset and live to be better than the person that you were yesterday, that's more than most people can say for themselves. And last but not least, actually, this is probably the most important. Start normalizing, recognizing your limits. Recognizing when you're close to max capacity and refilling your cup before it's empty. And also, start normalizing yelling at your f***ing neighbors when they're mowing the freaking yard and you're trying to record your podcast. Don't y'all know I'm famous? Get out of here. 
on that note, I think that pretty well wraps up this episode. For the next episode, which is not to come in two weeks, I'm sorry, y'all, I lied to you in the last episode. Podcasts are so time-consuming. I really like to write. I'm going to get back to my blog more than my podcast. Um, I am going to be doing a podcast episode every month, though. So in the meantime, you can always tune into my social media pages. You can find all my social links on my website. And for the next episode, I'm going to let y'all choose what I talk about. I'm going to let you guys write me and tell me what you want to hear. Give me some ideas. Like I have been doing this podcast since November and you know how hard it is to talk to yourself for 30 minutes? Cause like, I know I make it seem like it's not that hard, but like, this is hard. I don't really have that much to say. I thought I had a lot more to say, but no, but I don't want to stop it because I have such good engagement with my podcast. Like I'm so sorry for my absence. I had somebody constantly messaging me like, Hey, Hey, when's your new podcast coming out? When's your new podcast coming out? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, never because I have so much stuff to do, you know, but once a month is going to have to, we're going to have to call it good with that until maybe I get like a co-host for my podcast or something. Um, but anyway, we'll make it more personalized to what y'all want to hear every month. Um, I'm going to go with that as we grow because we got 30 days to figure it out. But yes, my podcast episodes are going to be the first Monday of every month. So there'll be a new podcast the first Monday of June, the first Monday of July, the first Monday of August. And I promise to show up. I'm not going to leave y'all hanging for two months again. So sorry about that. Really appreciate the loyalty though, because my views on my website didn't lag one single time, not one day. And this two months that I've been absent, that's insane. Y'all love me and I love you. Thank you so much.